Caden, and I'm joined by my co-host. Keen, baby. You're pulling a me. You're taking a nice gap before jumping in. That's good. Um, yeah, just in case, you know, a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And so today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence, AI, just kind of everything about it, you know, like what we think about it, what we hope. And yeah, me and Keen did have a conversation about this beforehand. We just got sidetracked, you know. We were discussing what we wanted to talk about, but then it just went out and mad. We just had a proper talk about it. It was good. Uh, yeah. So not everything we might have uh, say like, oh yeah, we've said this point before, and we're talking about it. But still, like we're we're just putting out an amateur podcast. Do not even think of trying to critique it. So yeah, and. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what uh, artificial intelligence is, it's basically a good example of it would just be, um, here's the definition of it, refers to the simulation of human intelligence in machines that are programmed to think like humans and mimic their actions. So basically just if you, what's it called? Yeah, if you get a robot to do something that's human-like, then that would be artificial intelligence. Like some examples could be like, Say, for instance, you're playing a video game and then you have, like, a boss come in as a teammate. That would be an example of artificial intelligence because it's mimicking human actions and other things like that. So, yeah, why don't we start off? Start? Yeah, um, yeah, one thing I wanted to start off with, I know we uh, we talked a bit about this in pre-show there. Um, we we talked about automation and stuff like that. So uh, if you don't know what automation is, it's basically uh, uh, in terms of AI taking over jobs and stuff. A lot of people are worried about this in modern day. I don't think much of it has happened so far, but um, in the sense that I mean, um, if you developed robots or machines that could do the same things humans can do, you could get humans out of a job basically. Like if it if it was more efficient and more profit for the for a company, they'll choose it. So, uh, we were talking about that beforehand, mostly on building sites and um, like um, what do you call it, self-employed people. So, like say your toilers, your carpenters, your plumbers, how would they handle it? You know what I mean? And then the social aspects and that. So yeah, um, first of all, we had the um, we were talking a bit about uh, toilers and carpenters and such. Um, self like self employed. So we we wanted to touch on the social aspect because you could get, say, a robot or a machine who could mimic human actions to do something like that. Except it lacks the social aspect. It lacks the the bit of the person trusting you coming into their home and doing this thing for them that it'll be there for a long time. So yeah, I wanted to get your yeah. thoughts on that, Kate. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, I feel like there is a yeah you could do if. Like, you could do that job with artificial intelligence cheaper and quicker, but because of the whole going into your home and people being a bit sceptical about it and it being so, what's it called, and it being so maintenance-heavy and, like, very particular part about, uh, like, your home, it's just, it's very important. You want them to be immaculate, and you're going to trust someone who's been doing it for however long compared to uh, a robot that's just been developed and you're finally putting it out onto the market but i feel like if they do end up getting in and they become the same like the same abilities 
I feel like that artificial intelligence will definitely at least exist coincide with builders and toddlers because I feel like along with there being people who want to uh, get that because it will be cheaper and easier and that's a very good sign there's also the people who will support people who are self-owned tilers and self-owned businesses so they want to enable them to do to have more what's it called yeah enable them to have more business and actually keep afloat because that is a very big thing yeah so not not as much for self uh, self-employed and stuff but more for um building companies and the big contractor companies um I have a feeling that could work out if they if they got the right kind of machines and stuff working there. That could work out, but it could get a few people out of a job. You see, Caden Caden mentioned a bit about this. How if you if you automate that part of the the workforce, those people could learn new jobs because building is like uh, like they they could go into more like uh, jobs like uh, like either jobs like I don't want to say more important because that just discredits and that's not yeah you know what I mean yeah. like um. Just uh, just jobs like maybe in the health the health workforce, um, they could work in the legal workforce. To find, you know what I mean. So if that if that part was automized, it would also the social aspect wouldn't be as furthermore because you see, say say okay, so if you're self-employed, yeah, you go into the house. Maybe you'll grab a cup of tea with the owner, or whatever. You you know you talk about them. You have a sense of style as well, so you can advise things like uh, what tiles or plumbing or like whatever they're doing, carpentry, whatever, um, they can advise for you like that because they're personal experiences with stuff. They're employed like that. But if you, uh, on a building site, it's a simple formula or instructions to put it in this this plasterboard, this this concrete block, this. Um, so I have a feeling that, that would work out a lot more as well as this, if they replace the humans on the building site. Then yeah. the only person to worry about would be the foreman. And if he's not interacting with them, are they? then it would be a good relationship. You know, they get the work done. Uh, no more heavy labour jobs. Uh, places could get built quicker. So, yeah, I think that could be important, but also that many people getting kicked out of a job considering building sites are a big place. But I guess they could keep them on as alternate contractors, maybe designers for different buildings and stuff. But, yeah, that's that's my take on building sites, anyway. Yeah, no, um, what's it called? Definitely we should do something we should try and keep as many people in the business as possible and as many people employed. But at the same time, I'd say a lot of people would like if we could uh, make things get built quicker, get done quicker. So it's you have a very hand-in-hand situation where you want one thing, but you also don't want to lose the other. But you're going to have to... Yeah, it's kind of a quality over quantity kind of thing. Yeah. And in a loser sense, would you of course. Prefer? Yeah, yeah, that's um, a very like broad mm-hmm. statement. But, yeah, yeah, and it's um, just kind of well, one thing we didn't talk about was animation. In so we mostly talked about those uh, those working jobs, the contractor jobs, and uh, stuff like that. You know, smaller businesses, you know, big things that need to be done. But um, one thing we didn't talk about, we sure was like like big jobs. Like, what about like maybe doctors or nurses or surgeons? What would what do you think about that kid? Uh, no, in my opinion, because it's such an important thing, it's, you know, there are people who are fighting for your life. Well, not fighting, but people who are 
have your life like your life would be technically on the line yeah your life would be on the line with them especially like surgeons and doctors to give you a proper diagnosis then yeah that definitely is what's it called like it is necessary that we keep humans there because to sympathize as well because say if something yeah. happens if a robot comes in and says uh you husband or something they're not gonna they're not going to know the emotion or something like that. And I know we're speaking very yeah. broadly here about robots and shit, like they're already around, like they're just fully functional. Yeah. I know it's very in early stages, but this is just for future tense. Like things like this are possibly going to happen in the future. They're going to have like um, human designed uh, robots and machines that can do can do the same things as humans, basically. So we're just speaking in a broader sense that these things will happen in the future. Like it's kind of inevitable for some jobs to do. Yeah. No, and but then, yeah, what you're saying that, yeah, they won't be able to, most things won't be able to give you that personal aspect and won't be able to give you that side of it. If you have something that's based on opinion, especially if your job, like if your job is mostly based on opinion, then your job is very unlikely to be taken over by a robot. For example, the lowest, um, yeah, the lowest chance of your job being taken over is an interior designer and interior designer is very situational and it's very on hand and yeah you can go for courses for interior designing but it's also a lot of personal experience belonging to that so uh, that's something that robots can't really have with the fact that yeah they don't really have opinions and they can't really base opinions and personal taste off of anything is quite hard to do uh, for a mm-hmm. robot, but it would be a lot easier for a human to do it. So yeah, and one one pattern I'm noticing here is that um, a lot of the problems with AI and robots is the social aspect, the social connection between people. That's because that that's kind of what drives us. If we didn't have that social connection, I don't think uh, society and people and civilization would be where we are today. Like, because it's just not the same, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of accelerates. Yeah. And then, like, as we said, that's, that's like, one of the bad things. Like, but what a lot of people conceive is that the, the one of the worst things about AI is, oh, no, it's going to take over. If we give it too much intelligence, it's going to take over. There was incredibly low chances of that. Like, I get that the Hollywood gimmick is to throw AI in, in a mixing pot with some chaos and just stir it around, but, yeah. like... Say if you take a movie like iRobot or something, it's a dystopian future where AI are everywhere, you know. You've got robots uh, taking care of the elderly, you know, taking care of jobs, police, all the stuff like that. I don't think that'll ever happen because I mentioned this to Caden in pre-show as well, that um, humans have dominance kind of thing where, like, they're top of the food chain. They want to be up there. And if they, they see all these robots, they're going to feel threatened, you know what I mean? They're going to feel like they're... Well, so they won't get rid of them. So th- I don't think it'll ever accelerate way past... Uh, like, like changing a few jobs around. You know what I mean? Like changing a few building sites around. Like making things a bit more efficient. But I don't think it'll ever evolve past that. Maybe in very far future, at least. Yeah, it will. It will be very hard. It's uh, e- It's very easy for them to make better or just benefit the work. The actual work part. Of it. But when it comes to actually having and using the social part of it and making so that, yes, don't worry about it. We are, like, we're taking this handy. Like, we're doing it grand. We're doing a good job. The robots 
they won't be able to have that social aspect. And that's why a lot of people will be afraid off of it. Because if you have something that is just completely programmed to do one thing and one thing only, which is, like, which is say, for instance, laying blocks, or in the more kind of, un- like, the more ones, like the, ah, I'm getting caught up on my words, the, the jobs that will not be likely to be taken over, for example, like tilers or, yeah, tilers and interior designers, they, the social aspect, that will scare, like the lack of it will scare a good few people off. And they'll say, hang on a second, there's no point because there is no social aspect. It's a very social job. It's going to be very hard to replace this. We need to use this and utilize it so that we can have just our own opinions, own bases, own formations, and just keep the social aspect separate to the work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if people didn't care about the social aspect, I'd say lots of jobs would be replaced. But if you have the not-social aspect jobs, like they will probably be replaced quicker by a long shot compared to the what's it called compared to the uh, non-social jobs non-social jobs and social jobs are going to be a lot different when it comes to um how quickly it will be to be replaced and it will just be very hard for them to get rid of the jobs that you associate with being very friendly and being very personal because say for instance therapists they're very personal. You want to actually have a human on the other end rather than someone who just tells you a certain amount of solutions. That's And mm-hmm. you want to be able to have a proper chat with them and say, like, oh, yes. And it's good, like, for example, you know, sometimes you want a bit of hu- a humor thrown in. You want a bit of, like, you want something, maybe it's a bit, like, your situation's a bit unique. You can't really plan for everything. So you'd need to keep therapists as a job. Because most people would pick human over robot, mm-hmm. which and, is um, very understandable. I know we're talking about a mix of good and bad, uh, like the pros and cons of artificial intelligence. But one thing I learned recently was, so this is the good. Um, one thing I learned recently was that uh, AIs can be very beneficial to humans in many ways as, as a tool. Because a lot of people think of them as a separate entity, like they're going to, they're gonna build up intelligence and attack humans with it, but nah, just sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it can be. It's a very useful tool because that's what it is. It's it's a, it's a tool that uh, is is a very advanced tool at like that. But yeah, um, one thing I seen was it's very good at detecting patterns. So I seen some. Uh, I, so it, what I've seen, it, well, the potential for it at least. I don't think they've started using it yet, but. AI could be probably be very beneficial for uh, crime rates, maybe um, some solving some crimes. Um, it could be maybe even health reasons. They could uh, they could catch something happening before it even happens. You know, it's just that could be very useful in very different circumstances. And it's just goes to show that artificial intelligence is not the scary thing that we created and we should be afraid of. It's this this tool that we need to utilize. You know what I mean? And it's only getting better and better. Like, we all think that, like, there's robots hanging around now. But, like, if you search it up on YouTube, you'll find, like, they're only learning how to make a, yeah, like, a, a robot hand right now that's articulate and shit. So, yeah, yeah, it's just, I, when they start using it as a tool, that'll be great because it, it has a lot of potential behind it. Yeah, 
especially that vast mind, considering the human mind is limited in a lot of ways, but um, that kind of service could, yeah, definitely push us forward. Yeah, one of the biggest pros, in my opinion, for one of the biggest good things for artificial intelligence is machine learning, because machine learning can do things so much better than humans. And it's so advanced that the creators of the bot that does machine learning don't know exactly how it works. And now you might think that's scary, but there's been, like, you know, we know roughly how it works. And it's usually that, say, for instance, you know, like, the capture things where you have to click all fire hydrants to proceed and stuff like that. Well, basically, that is based off of machine learning and bots that recognize which is a fire hydrant and which isn't. So they can take, the bot will identify, oh, okay, it's red and it's cylindrical shape. Okay, and that will be a fire hydrant. But before that, lots of other bots have went through that process. And basically how it is, is firstly, they get given a bunch of images that's like, okay, this is an example of a fire hydrant. This is an example of a fire hydrant, blah, 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 blah. And then... Like, this is a fire hydrant, this isn't. Then they'll get given a test which shows a bunch of new images they haven't seen before. And they have to identify if that is a fire hydrant or not. And then whichever the bot, like, whichever intelligence gets the highest score gets basically to keep doing its job. But then then the ones that don't do their job properly, they get basically booted. And then a new wave of bots come in. And the difficult thing about that is... Yeah, yeah, like that's that's amazing stuff, and then the, like, it has so much potential, as you said there, and it's just considering the creators don't know it. That's the that's the biggest thing. the The reason it isn't used in like mainline services, like maybe health services, crime services, um, is because people are scared of it, are unaware of its potential, so they just leave it alone, leave it untouched until it's figured out. So. I think that's the big delay behind artificial intelligence why it's not being used. And I want I want to know something from you here, Ken. Do you mm-hmm. think it should be left alone for a long time and just be like a side project that uh, people can use for coding and uh, uh, stuff like that in future? Or do you think it should be brought into the mainstream and not the forefront of society and everything like that? It, uh, well, yeah, definitely. At the bottom line, it should be brought in, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's that's the thing. It should be brought in no matter what, but right now it isn't it shouldn't be a top priority. Let's yeah, let's take for an example. I was yeah, I was in the hospital once, I was doing like a therapy session, and they had a trainee nurse from UCD sit in with us and listen to my conversation and take notes. And I didn't think about that at first. And I was thinking, oh, that's actually really smart. They're taking a real-life situation that they will be trained for, and they're using first-hand experience, and they're using it as good research. So, if that can train a human, if first-hand experience can train a human, why can't it also train a bot? That's what I'm thinking. you got to understand that, yes, people may think it as scary, but if you just give it human-like experience and, and human-like qualities. It will follow those and it will act like a human. 
And if we realise that it, we have to look past it being scary and we have to realise that if we just give it the human qualities and we keep it as human-like as possible, even though it is a robot, then it should work out fine, then I feel like it will be accepted a lot quicker. So I don't think the debate should be, should we bring it in now? It's that, it should we teach people that it is harmless? Well, it can cause harm, but it's just as long as you do it correctly and you inform it correctly, then it should be harmless. And that, in my opinion, is a clear yes. And what a, it isn't a high potential, but yes, it should be uh, what a, taught that yes, yeah, yeah, it yeah. isn't that bad. And what what do you think, like, what do you think kind of things the potential could be used for? Because I've listed a few examples, you know, health, crime services. But is there any unique, like, uh, scenarios you're thinking of right now that AI could be useful, uh, really help people out, you know, really, like, drive something forward and boost them, you know what I mean? Well, I don't really have any uh, examples I would like to see, but I have an example that you probably know and you don't really understand that it is an ai but you just accept it and it most of you have it it's a google home that is an example of artificial intelligence it takes it's it's, it's an algorithm that takes the best results and it uses it and it relays it back to the user google's very secretive about it though not many people know exactly how it works but the reason it works is because it in it goes in and there's say for instance i ask it what is the weather forecasted for tomorrow it will pull up a bunch of different results and it will based on a series of factors uh however like however reliable it is however understandable it is however easy to digest um what's it called like current like time not time zone but current uh, location and then it will debase, uh, base that and it will take all those information, find the most suitable one and then for that and then relay it back and say yeah here it is here's the information, give this back and then people will yeah, it will relay it back to the user and it's all done in a matter of seconds you can ask it and then it will have a small little buffer and it will give you the information you want, simple as Nothing else really to it. Yeah, it's and that amazing. Like, yeah, and that kind of data collection as well. Uh, it can be extremely beneficial for things, uh, especially for efficiency for jobs as well. Both, it could also be used for for bad as well. Like it can oh, also yeah. be misused definitely as um a source of data collection. Say Google's collecting data on you, like you like oh play my favorite song, yeah. Then uh, you know that that collection will build up. Like you laugh for something, you'll you'll list something, you'll log into something, and it'll collect it. You know, like like I don't think Google does it as much, but there is companies uh, guilty of collecting data. Um, I know Facebook is one of them, targeted ads and all that shit. But um, that data, then if somebody got into those servers, into your data. They, they could learn a lot about you and it could definitely be misused to either blackmail or uh, harass somebody, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. it has its good and bad sides, you know, that kind of data collection for quick, efficient uh, movements and programming and shit can be very beneficial but also very harmful. So it's kind of a mixed thing. And to, to bounce off that a little bit, 
I wanted to ask, um, as you said earlier, it should come to the main thing, but slowly. Is there anything you'd say, say AI got um, got to a good level? You know, it knew what it was doing. It, it was it was beneficial to society and all that. Um, what kind of th- dampers, or, like things, could they put on it? Say, if if something went wrong, what kind of measures would you put on it? Um, I'd say one thing about it would be that it should have some sort of instant fail option that it should be able to just shut down have like a kill switch what's it called yeah have a kill switch could be temporary could not yeah, that's a good idea yeah and then i think that that would be the first yeah one. they should be very careful with with data as well because say if ai ever became like a mainstream thing like a for example, Google Home, if they ever did something like on a larger scale than just a Google Home, they would have to put, like, they'd have to be very careful with data protection. Like, say, you allow it to access your location or something, yeah? Maybe yeah. do something so that it cuts it off before it goes into it. So, say, no, say, yeah, it gets your location and then it cuts off that data after you've used the location for something, yeah? Or ask the weather, yeah. then it cuts off the lo- location of the weather or whatever and just. You know what I mean? Yeah, just just making sure that the yeah. data is not stored and more just used at the moment of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it should. That's exactly what it should be because it, like, it should instantly just be okay. Yeah, this is it's used for this, and if it gets hand in hand to the wrong people, it could be like a massive doxing on a like a a doxing on a massive scale. People here, there, and everywhere just getting their information leaked and especially with while google has one of the top security uh, methods in the world and i don't think anyone will be able to crack it due to the fact that it's made with mathematics and it would take longer than the heat death of the universe to unlock it it's still at a very high potential to be hacked but by social engineering rather than instead of going through the main situation, like instead of going through uh, the main security levels itself, why not go through something that can be manipulated, which would be a human, and more specifically, one of the programmers who has access to that database and who would have access to look over that data to see if they could make any changes, which mm-hmm. is very scary to think that the most people are being scared of, oh, what if AI does this? What if AI does that? But most people aren't thinking that the one thing that will probably go wrong first, the one weak link will be humans. Yeah, and, and um, one thing, oh, what was it? I did there a minute ago. It was, oh yeah, Um, I know we're speaking very seriously here, we're speaking about jobs and um, maybe even political aspects and stuff like that, but I wanted to turn it off now to a, a more lighthearted subject. Um, what, how do you think AI could be utilised in mediums such as films, uh, music, uh, games even, and stuff like that? Like, Is there anything you think could be utilised there to make something good? Well, do I, do I have a situation I want to talk to you regarding uh, games? I think, I think I know what this is, but sure, go ahead. Yeah, me and Keen were talking about this uh, earlier. We were saying <laughs> that uh, one of the biggest franchises, Call of Duty, it's it's used it's it always uses AI in games, you know, like when you play against bots. But yeah. in Call of Duty Ghosts, 
one of the defining factors that they did interviews, like extensive and lots of interviews about, was that it had fish AI. The fact that the fish that swim around you don't and you don't pay attention to had a mind of its own to go, oh yes, I'm going to choose to go here now and there and there. And it's just baffling. You could have put that money that you spent in paying the programmers to make artificial intelligence for fish that you won't even see towards... Um, <laughs> you could have put that towards anything. More map design, better features. Like, it's just mad. Because you're sitting especially, there like, okay. Like, yeah, like, what's especially the story? because Ghost is considered to be like one of the worst like i enjoyed it like i enjoyed the campaign and stuff but a lot of people consider it to be bland and joy which i kind of have that that notion as well like um but you know what i mean like yeah it's kind of, it was kind of like a a backbone again building up to another one but yeah it's strange for them i think it would it could have been a lot better if they spent the, a lot more of the the budget and time on something else instead of the fish physics and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that was a bit Weird that they had fish physics, but what? Bit dodgy, I said. Yeah, deserved, understandable, because like they could have had a lot different things, but chose to have fish. But ah, let's not ramble on about too long. Let's actually take a good thing that they have, which is the bot support, which is very good. They. No matter what, every single time, even though online multiplayer is getting more and more uh, ambitioned and important, they're saying, yeah, no, we, we, we see you. We're, we're going to give you the bots. And yeah, like they're still including it, which is very good. And I didn't expect that. I would have said that Activision would have been saying, ah, oh, OK, no, we're going to take this away so we can put more money into the thing that's making us the most money, but they yeah. don't, which is really good. And, and uh, it the keeps bots in it that very game. replayable. Yeah, yeah, sorry to interrupt yeah. there. Uh, the, the bots in the I game, um, I, I, I think I've seen this before. I'm, I can't be certain, though. Uh, I might have seen this before, that some of the, uh, the movements and such and the character animations might have been used in AI tests for proper, like, uh, in real AI for bots and stuff like that, or like robots and machines and stuff. So that's pretty interesting for them to, to reuse assets like that and actually be able to utilize like gaming mechanics for stuff like that. And um, yeah. as well for fun stuff in AI. Um, I can't remember the YouTuber's name, but I remember, uh, I don't know if you've seen the video where he got an AI to write a script for a movie. Have you ever seen yep. that video? His name's Austin McConnell. Yeah. I remember him, yeah. Austin McConnell, Big. yeah. I always mix yep. him up with Nick Robinson. Yeah, oh, um, Google YouTube is that. But yeah, Austin McConnell, uh, that would definitely recommend it if you're interested in AI and stuff like that. He does a lot of experimental videos, such as AI, like make an animated movie, some scripts, stuff like that. Like, And the script was very in-depth for an AI, you know what I mean? Like you'd expect like, yeah. like some, some really bad grammar mess-ups like... Uh, well, the uh, he ran to the ran to cow or something like that, but no, it just it it was very clean for an AI basically, and it was very surprising to see the extent of knowledge there. Like a full on writer, some some writers can't even get to like some depth that an AI could if it got the right assets. So yeah, just very interesting. 
Yeah, no, that actually is. It was really interesting. First time I watched it, I kind of, I clicked onto it. I clicked onto it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely some sort of joke. I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be funny, isn't it? And I was actually, I was taken aback. I was like, oh, this is actually really interesting. I didn't know yeah, about I love, this. I love the experimental really aspects to his videos. We will we'll leave yeah. a link to his channel because it's quite scary. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he's very interesting. He's he talks a lot about filmmaking and being a writer, book writer, anything got to do with like that kind of media. And it's very interesting to look at that. But he's talked about it so much, and now it's being lift like the weight has been lifted on like off of screenwriter's shoulders. And now, if it becomes more and more and more advanced, you could technically in the future have an AI write a feature film, which is yeah. really weird and, to think uh, about. Uh, playing a bit off that there, um, did you see that robot, um, the the machine kind of, uh, actually, machine learning uh, robot thing that made a Eurovision song? Did you ever see anything about that? No. No, that was, uh, it's surprising, it? yeah. I seen it in my YouTube recommend, I think it was last year or the year before. They they got a bot and they they loaded it full of, um I don't know if there was lyrics in the song but uh, full of lyrics um assets such as like your drums your percussion instruments your your guitar your string instruments you, you know all this stuff like that all the assets say yeah. on garage band or something like that but loads of them you know and uh, loaded it with loads of songs and stuff and as you said it used machine learning to learn like beats the perfect rhythm and it made its own it generated its own song it's on youtube available now we'll leave the link to that as well because it's it's amazing to see it like um if you'd search it up now you'd see it. it's um like a bar made a full-on song and it's it's very good like it's better than some some songs you see in the charts nowadays and that's not calling anybody out but like <laughs> like it's amazing it's just a testament you want to wanna, you wanna call anyone uh, out nah nah all right um but yeah, it's just a testament to stuff like that. Like as you said, writing scripts, uh, books, and then even music. Like, yeah. shows the potential. It's yeah, it's really interesting. Just thinking, ah, oh, what's it called? You can go and you can do this. You can take this initially human-based concept and turn it and get people. Well, get machines to do it for you. And while there is some of that, well. Is there any of that human nature or the human soul lost in the song? Um, I I couldn't tell you. That's that's actually it. something I wanted to talk about. There was, I wonder, does uh, one aspect uh, machines are, are lacking as soul and creativity. So yeah. I'm wondering, without without that machine learning, or even with that machine learning, would is creativity still possible, or is it just literally? playing off the gimmicks of other people or playing off the aspects of other people's songs. Like, because that's kind of what creativity is for us, but some people can have really creative concepts on their own. Like, that's where most yeah. concepts come from. But a lot of people can also get concepts from music. So that's that's kind of a mix of real world and, uh, like, AI stuff going on there. But creativity, yeah. I wonder, can a bot emulate creativity and... Um, Creative image because I remember um it's a it's a it's a bit of a shabby example it's a bit of a rough example but if any of you have seen Detroit Become Human the Quantic Dream game um I'm pretty sure it plays off a lot of um real world AI knowledge but it's in a much further dystopian future where AI is androids and stuff like that but um 
Anyway, I'm very human. Uh, there was a scene. Yeah, yeah. There was a scene where he creates his own like art, basically. And I, I don't know if that's that's based off like real world knowledge of AI or stuff like that, but. I don't know. Uh, AI, it's a, it's a mixed bag, really, because like you could call them out for just like copying aspects from other people's songs and shit, but that happens in the real world anyway. Like, there's not a lot of creative things, like re- really new things going around the world anymore. So, I don't know. It's it's creativity though. There is actually now that you brought that up about the art thing, I just remembered. There is a website that also is completely mechanical. And it's called This Person Does Not Exist. And basically, it has a bunch of... Have you have you seen that? Oh, I've seen it, yeah. I've seen a few things about yeah. it. Yeah, basically, to anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a, it takes a bunch of pictures from people and it puts it in to a database and it compiles it all together and then it creates a human-like... No, it, using all that information, it creates a person doesn't exist but it looks incredibly human like and you think oh yeah this person they probably just take took this off of the database or something because no way that this is not a human but it it's insane to see that it is it is a human it is like completely just made up by the developers and it's completely like unnatural which is weird to think about because it's it looks so lifelike. It's insane. It's amazing to see how, yes, it does work. You can you can create human people. Well, like you can create people who look like humans without using a human, with like without using an actual human behind it all, and for them to identify like facial features. Uh, along there and then put that in and develop just something that ha- like someone that hasn't existed is mad it's insane to yeah, think about yeah. that yeah and that actually i know i'm kind of going back onto the serious topic but this could be used for crime as well if people put in those features into a database and like if you yeah, had someone you see it and yeah. in- like uh, yeah, just to put a few things there. You see it in uh, crime shows like uh, NCIS, you know, uh, CSI, shit like that. Law, uh, Law and Order, I think even had a bit of it. But uh, in all these crime shows, even like superhero shows and shit, you know, you see this this face recognizing technology, all this shit. Quantic Dream playing off to try become human again. Um, but yeah, they they all use this like facial technology that seems to just be inevitable now. So yeah, interested to see where that goes. Yeah, and yeah, no, I was more talking about like uh, victims could put in like, oh yeah, did he have like a big nose or a small nose? Like pick which nose looked most like his. Like, you know, in um, ah, okay. in the me maker kind of thing from yeah, you get like a certain amount of no, like a certain choice of noses and like pick which one was most alike. And then mm. you could do the same thing the rest and the rest and blah 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 exactly. and it and just keeps that going could be, on and on. That could be regional as well. Say say if there's a certain appearance appearance of a region, especially like a small village or something like that. You could that actually that's a good example there. A small village or something like that where there's a limited population. That could look really well. If you got a database of everybody's face 
a mashup to the sketch on digitally, like on a computer or something like that yeah. could really work. And then if it matched up really quick and efficiently, you could catch the person before they get away. We do something else heinous, another heinous act, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah and great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It is very good. Uh, yeah, no, it's just cool to see. Like, yeah, it can be, well, yeah, it is kind of scary. Like, oh, you're going to have something like not watching you, but you're going to have like that kind of thing going on. You're going to have that uh, situation with in real life. You're going to like, it's going to be very like shows and you're thinking, oh, I thought this was just fiction. And people are going to be like, oh, I don't know if I want to get involved with this anymore because it's it's turning so like into fiction. But mm. yeah, it's mad to see. And I feel like while people will be afraid of it initially, they will, if they adjust to it and realize that it does have a lot of good properties to it, that it will be very beneficial. I think it, it will, will take a while because there's, there's oh, a yeah, lot definitely. of division in a lot of places with a lot of different beliefs and ideologies. So I think it'll take a while before everybody gets on board. And even then, AI still, like, even at that point, I don't think AI will be a massive. I think at, at least maybe 20, 40 or 50, maybe we'll see some big developments in AI, like proper automation and shit. But yeah. Yeah, I don't think that, I think that's far future. I don't think that's something to worry about now. Yeah, which is good. So people who mm-hmm. are skeptical of it can say it can still just stay skeptical of it and not have to deal yeah. with it uh no but yeah i feel like if they just implement it well and they make it friendly then yeah it should be good like they should just be like yeah no this is what it is if they just be yeah if they be honest with the people and be like yeah no this is what it is yes it can have it might be like a bit you might find it a bit dodgy but if we actually use it well and it gets and like you it gets used responsibly yeah it can be really handy it can be really good Mm, and it it could help people out in the long term yeah um what do you think about the there's obviously a big discussion and debate when it comes to artificial intelligence about whether allowing these robots kind of ascent, you know, like as a somewhat of a grasp of sentience kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like some sort of free will. And then there's the idea um, whether you're allowed to take control of them then because free will and all that, you know, morality. It, oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a big, it's a, it's a whirlpool of just, uh, it's just icky. You don't want to touch it, you know what I mean? You don't, you yeah, don't want to touch it. Like, uh, you want to have an opinion? Yeah. Yeah, it's you a difficult one though because once morality comes into it, it's just nah. yeah. That's that's there's no real right or wrong for that. Like it's completely ethics. Both exactly. like both sides of the situation can be right. It's something exactly. that's hard to actually put a pinpoint. It depends on yeah. on people's living situation, their life experiences, where they come up with their opinions and shit. So it yeah. really just depends on. I don't know, we'll see in future. This, there must be some decided factor, but I have a feeling that it should just stay as a tool kind of thing, you know what I mean? Until some oh, benefit yeah. to it having sentience or, or being able to, you know, think for itself. I think it should have a reasoning behind it. Yeah, no, it, it should definitely have a reasoning behind it. Uh, there's no reason you should just be like, yeah, no, here's sentience, blah, 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 there you go. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big just... thing. It's like playing God, basically. 
Like exactly, yeah, actually, you, it's playing God. You're yeah, giving like, it's yeah, you're giving potential. Um, yeah, you're giving potential. Like you could be hindering, or yeah, you could be hindering or giving a completely good uh, characteristics. But unless it's put into action, we won't know, and no one wants to put into action just in case of fear of opposing another side of a party. And that's what lots of people are doing. And in my opinion, it is the smart move for now because there's no point taking a side because people will just end up getting annoyed one way or the other unless you have a very high majority of uh, people then you should put it into the situation but for now because there's no real right or wrong answer it should just be left mm-hmm. as yeah it will come up one day yeah, okay. uh, have you got have you got anything else you'd like to touch on there for uh... Because I I've kind of exhausted my topics here, which I'm 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 very happy about because we yeah, good points we we gave probably yeah like I I liked what yeah. we talked about, but if you have anything else, shoot ahead. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, okay. there is the only the only thing I want to say is that I feel like more people should be educated about it because yeah, I think it so. goes to show that lots of people aren't. And it's hard that seeing like it's yeah, it's not a major issue right now to be educated about it. But oh yeah, no. Just in, if you're living in fear of it, if you're living in fear that one day the, the 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 robot revolution is coming, then maybe do a bit of research. Maybe jump on Google for an afternoon. Yeah. But like if if you're not majorly affected by it, if you're just chilling and you don't really care, then just be like that. But uh, if you're interested, might as well search it up, see what's going on right now. I hear um yeah, he's doing some studies right now to find a. Uh, evidence of crime scenes and stuff so that's that's a big step i suppose uh, yeah, they're doing that study always, in like a university yeah. in america so yeah and then there's always the situation with self-driving cars and elon musk and that's oh yeah actually we should yeah. i think we yeah i think we should touch on that for a minute actually but what's your thoughts yeah. on self-driving cars and stuff like that good it's completely it's mm-hmm. completely good in my opinion uh yeah. it's yes it's the fact that Lots of people are going to be, oh, like, what's it called? Saying, like, oh, what if it, dangerous. like, crashes or whatever? Yeah, it, mm-hmm. lots of people are like, oh, it's dangerous. Yeah, what I like but about... The thing is, most people, no, most th- times, it will have a steering wheel mm-hmm. uh, still, but it will also have just normal self-driving features. It's not going to be completely one way or the other. But if you, what's it called? If you fully i remember cgp gray talking about this if you fully implement self-driving cars then they will all be able to communicate with with each other and there will be no need for stoplights because all the bots will know that oh yeah i need to slow down for a bit and then everyone will adjust accordingly and it will just be this big communal neural network basically of self-driving cars at any position and in my opinion, it will just be really good when it comes into situation. And as what long I as like... we, yeah, you yeah, sorry, as well. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, what you call it? Yeah, yeah. What I like to, uh, I'd like to touch on the uh, thing. I like their approach to, um, 
I like how Pudge did that Tesla, they update the car. Instead of you going in for a new model every year or month because there's new self-driving features, they update the, the car because it's an electric car. You know, they, it has it has its own, like, database. And so they they can update it via thing and add new features and add an updated version of the self-driving car, which is a really interesting, like, way of doing it. Instead of, like, every year getting the new Hyundai or Honda, you know, you can just update your car. You know what I mean? Like, plug it in for a self-update because yeah, like, your phone, you know? And yeah, yeah, it's yeah I mean, like it's that. weird it's to think like about, it, but... It's yeah. also not a screen no, thing, because some cars just, like, they don't change anything. They just re-release every year, so you'll buy a new one. Yeah, but like, yeah. for the people who want the newest car, that will be, mm-hmm. like, a lot of... Um... I mean, you could count the Cybertruck, but that's extremely different to the actual uh, normal Tesla model, so I give that a pass. Yeah. And that hasn't even been released, so... Yeah, I know. Mad. Yeah, there's like there's no point kind of touching on it because we haven't yeah, actually yeah. even seen it driving. And, so. uh, one more, one more thing before we wrap up here. I was wondering uh, on that the topic of Tesla and Elon Musk. There, do you think he'll ever incorporate uh, in SpaceX? More folks here. Do you ever think he'll incorporate that like self-driving kind of AI into into his ships? Like, obviously, there's an interface oh, yeah. in the ship. Definitely. But, they, they definitely for will. a self-driving yeah you're gonna t- say for instance you're gonna have trips to mars they take multiple yeah if they like, turn if they turn the moon into like an actual like hq for like sheer where you can just like travel between them for the sunday holiday you know like for the summer holidays like that's that that's definitely gonna become a thing it's definitely necessary that especially with those longer mars trips that he will eventually inevitably do that he needs to yeah because i think most people won't be bothered with checking it like checking the steering path checking the flight path every however many like like minutes or hours so he will get machines sorry he will get machines to do it for him uh, for the passengers and it will make it a lot easier to manage and manageable to do with mm. and if it's easier and manage more manageable that's even better because it's less training less resources less labor hours of teaching you know on and on it's just good that people are recognizing like oh yeah we mm. can do this and that's good and uh yeah just uh finally because we're probably going to wrap up down in a few minutes um, my final take, what I'd like to put out, is probably just I support the idea of AI. I like the advancement idea behind it. I like the the upgrade. The you know that it could really help as a tool to humanity. And but uh, it needs to be monitored and moderated the right way. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Um, as I said, that sentience talk. I don't even want to get into that, but but if something to that was ever to happen, it would cause a big divide, and you know there would be a big argument about it. So. You know, it's just it's a touchy subject. So basically, I think I think humanity should continue to use it as a tool for as long as possible. You know what I mean? But continue yeah. to advance it because it is important for humanity. So my thoughts are, it's it's a good service. I think it should continue to be uh, worked on and improved, and yeah, brought into the future. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I'm kind of in the same camp for now, in my opinion. Artificial intelligence should be mainly a creative tool and a passion project, but it definitely has that potential to go on and be integrated into daily life even more than it already is. And we're in the digital age, so, yeah. Exactly, yeah, the most perfect age to bring it in. Yeah, like, most perfect, yeah, most perfect age to, like, experiment it with and just have it going so they can have uh, experiments and be like, yeah, no, this is what happened. If we, it's like, you know, if you're ever doing anything, you know, you just like, if you're ever doing like any sort of experiment, like, okay, this happened when this like occurred, uh, that was a fail. Can there be a different outcome? Can I use something different? And if they take that approach to the uh, software, and they just keep doing diagnostics checks, then, yeah, it's a very useful tool, and it should be treated very well, and it should be uh, very good. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, uh, I think that just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Caden, for being yeah. my co-host. Much yeah, appreciated. Thank you, Caden, for having this good conversation. Uh, of course. I liked how this episode went. We'd like to put that out there. That uh, we're trying to make the episodes more like they actually flow because sometimes it's um, what you call it. You get too focused on the main headlines. You get like the the the, the main points that you just lose the flow. Basically, you just go real professional. Yeah. Just, oh, I like this because so yeah. We're we're, we're trying to this, you know. But yeah, we, uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed um, this conversation. This yeah, I, I do too. Topic. Yeah, and it's a very topical conversation, mm-hmm. and I hope. Yeah, no, that's really good. So, oh, we'd bye like everyone. We'd like oh, to also. Right. Yeah, we, sorry, one more thing. Uh, we'd like to announce well, we're going leave. on tour. <laughs> oh God! Uh, <laughs> first of all, we'll leave Austin McConnell's channel in the because the, if you're interested in AI, kind of uh, the fun uses of AI and some stuff like that, you can go check him out. He also has some good videos. But uh, we'd also like to thank the Puzzle Mind Podcast for this uh, this topic suggestion. They left it on our Instagram there a, a little while ago. And, yeah, we've just been excited yeah. to do this. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. So, all right. Bye.